Rouleau. You're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Paul Moore here with Herman Eben. And Herman, I've got to ask you about this battle. We've spent the last couple of weeks talking about his judgments, her judgments, and I'm thinking they're more than just a set of towels. That somebody <laughs> yeah, got. No doubt about that. And there is a battle between him and her, but there's another big battle that we want to talk about that's really, really significant. In so fact. why does it matter? Well, that's the issue that we need to consider. Let me pray for us, and we'll get right into that. Lord, thank you so much, so much for the clarity that you provide to us. If we just trust you and look at what you're saying to us, I pray for clarity in our communication in your precious name. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you for the prayer. Why do the judgments matter? Why have you been talking about it these last several weeks? And I guess more importantly, why didn't anybody else talk about it? Why am I tuning in and hearing you say, Paul, there's a battle. Well, I don't know if anybody else is not talking about it. It doesn't seem to be talked about very much from uh, the people that I've heard or listened to or read. There doesn't seem to be a lot that's mentioned about it. But I know from my viewpoint that if I don't pay attention to the battle, I'm ignoring one of the clear structures of life. And here's what I mean. When we talk about structures, we're talking about things that create a path of least resistance to certain types of behaviors. Now, just think about that. The judgments create a path of least resistance for behavior for men and for behavior for women. That is very important for us to know. Okay, I just tuned in, right? Sadly, there are those people who weren't listening to us last week or the week before. So when we talk about the battle, we're talking about the battle between the judgments and design. That's what we're going to talk about eventually okay, in this, so help in this particular with, show. Cool. I'll wait for that, but help me with the judgments. If I just tuned in, I know that I'm listening to the battle right. between judgments and designs. Judgments are? The judgment starts in Genesis 3.16, the judgment on women. The judgment on women has three basic parts, pain with children, pain with a husband, basically, and the husband's going to rule over her. So if you look at that judgment, you're going to see that that judgment is all about relationships. Why? Because she is designed to be relational, and the judgment is saying your relationships are going to be painful and unfulfilling. Then you go into Genesis 3, 17 through 19, and you see that man is going to have the ground cursed, and he's going to have to provide by the sweat of his brow, thorns and thistles will grow, and then he's just going to turn back to dust and die. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. It sounds wonderful, doesn't it? So the judgment on man is that work will be painful and unfulfilling. And why is that the judgment? Because man is designed to work. So you can see how important this is, and that's what we're going to create some more clarity on today, this battle that's going on between a man's design and, and the judgment and a woman's design and her judgment. What we're seeing here is that these judgments create a path of least resistance to certain behavior, and a design creates a certain path to, uh, to certain types of behavior. All of us have heard somebody talk about structures, models, systems. Mm -hmm. So if any of those words are resonating, you're fixing to tell me how these relate and how I might make better choices within them. Well, let's just think about the standard thing we talk about. Let's go to the basics of structure. Why do you come into a room through the door 
rather than breaking down a wall or digging up through the floor or coming down through the ceiling or breaking out a window. You know, why do you do that? Because I'd like to be invited back. That's exactly right. That statement there is the ultimate structures. But first and foremost, the path of least resistance is just open the door. I don't have to spend as much energy if I just open the door. I have to spend a lot more energy if I'm going to go break down a wall or break out a break out a window or dig up through the floor, right? I have to spend a lot more energy. The path of least resistance is created by a structure. Now, your statement is another structure, meaning you have learned that the appropriate behavior is to open the door, and it doesn't create lots of problems with people, right? (laughs) If I break down the wall, that could potentially put me in prison, or at least it's going to cause some money to come out of my bank account. So that is another structure. The most powerful structures are between the ears, and that's the reason why we're talking about these judgments. If you don't understand these judgments, you don't have the right thinking that helps you understand why your behavior is going in a certain way. Why is it that the Lord wants you to depend upon his energy, his spirit inside of you, so that that energy will drive you to certain types of behavior? That energy will create different type of behaviors than if you're paying attention to yourself. And that is how all of these structures work together. The judgments drive behavior toward flashing your me. Have you heard that term before? Yeah, when I make it all about me, my flashing me. You have a flashing me, and this will try to help simplify everything that I've said up to this point in time. The judgments for a woman drives her to think about herself and her relationships. It causes her me to flash around relationships. The judgments for man drive a man to think about his work making his me flash related to work. But the judgments focus our attention on ourselves. That's the simplest way to think about it. That's the structure of the judgment, driving you to focus your attention on your me flashing. The judgments cause me to want to focus on myself. So it's kind of a rule of thumb. If I'm a woman, that's going to be my relationships and how I want them to be. If I'm a man, it's about my work, my significance. It could be work or activities. That's the way we talk about it. A man is designed for work, but the way that tends to show up is both work and activities. A woman's design tends to be related to, obviously, just relationships. So the judgments tend to focus their attention on our designs. And again, we're going to talk about the battle, why that tends to show up in the design. I want to bring out some more information related to the structure. I want to show you why this battle is is happening. We've often said a principle in the past, and we haven't said it a lot recently, where you look, you tend to go, right? Yep. We've talked about that. It's a very common principle in life. You use it in driving. You use it in horseback riding. You use it in all sorts of things. You use it in walking right? Well, I'm looking at a certain place. I'm probably going to end up going there, right? The two paths that this battle that we're going to be talking about here brings up that very principle. Here's the way it works. If I have an attention and a focus primarily on, if I'm a woman, 
primarily on fulfilling relationships that can drive me to operate in my judgment. If, though, I have my attention focused on being just a godly, feminine, real woman, uh, that can drive me to have my attention focused primarily on my design. Where I look, I tend to go. Where I look will drive different type of actions. Where I, if I'm looking fi- primarily at trying to get fulfilling relationships, I am going to do actions that really are going to support the judgment. If I do actions that are related to design, it's because I'm looking at what God wants me to do. I know that sounds very abstract, and we'll try to unpack that right after the break. Okay, I thank you for that, and going into the break, if you're just tuning in, or if you've tuned in and you've missed something, recommend our website. That's greatrelationships.com, gr numeral 8 relationships.com. There you can find videos, you can find a radio tab, you can go back and listen to the other programs. The cool thing is, is you can do it in the background while you're doing other stuff, even you can share it with your friends. Herman, what chapter we look We're looking at chapter four, the third section of chapter four. That's where you want to go. In the video material, again, that website, greatrelationships.com, gr, numeral eight, relationships.com. We'll be back right after this. Great definitions for great relationship. God's complementary designs. Men and women are created equal in value, but different in design and role. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. You know how you're always praying for a sign from God that you're meant to go to seminary? This is your sign, seriously. I'm here to tell you about Grace, Grace School of Theology. It's free grace based. The professors are world class. It's accredited, accessible, attainable, and oh yes, it's affordable. You can even complete your entire degree online, which means you don't have to move. Wouldn't it be great to have a deeper knowledge of the Word of God? Write this down www.gsot.edu gsot.edu or call 877-476-8674 877-476-8674 Now get going! And we're back. You're listening to Great Relationships, Pursuing the Best in Work, in Life, in Love. Herman, before the break, we were talking about structures and how structures demand behavior. And you said, where you look, you tend to go. And you were giving me some examples. Can you help me with something more definitive? Yeah, we've been talking about it very abstract. Uh, Let me see if I can help you see how this works. Let's start with a woman. The woman, and if you remember what I said before the break also, is the judgment drives you to flash your me. And why is that? Because a woman's judgment is focused on her relational capabilities and what is her design to be relational. What the judgment does is get her to 
try to get those relationships to go her way as opposed to just focusing on the Lord. It causes her to be more independent. So when she is not feeling safe, when she is not feeling protected, she is basically saying, my relational needs are not being met. That is a typical thing that happens that encourages the judgments encourage fear. So a practical example would be just that a woman is not feeling safe. She's not feeling protected. And therefore, she will end up driving her attitude toward her husband and basically saying things like, you know, you don't make me feel loved. You don't make me feel cherished. You, you don't fulfill my needs. She might even say the same type of things to her children. Notice how that fits right into Genesis 3.16. There is pain with the children because they aren't showing her the relationship she wants. There's pain with the husband because she is not feeling safe, protected, cherished, provided for. So any of the things that a woman might get upset about would probably have some relationship to Genesis 3.16. That's what I've noticed anyway. Okay, but having taken some of your courses, some of the verbal judo might be, that's nice, why do you think that? Because you're saying they feel I'm not responsible for how they feel. And that becomes a big trap in the relationship. And that's the reason why this is called a judgment, right? It gets you to think incorrectly. The judgment is on each and every one of us. A woman in her sin nature is going to operate according to the judgment. A man in his sin nature is going to operate according to his judgment. So therefore, what happens here is when you aren't paying attention to God's word, this is the autopilot by which we operate. And you've talked about this before, that feelings, emotions are not primary responders. Well, they are responders. They're always responders. And they aren't to be trusted. They're untrustworthy. Not every time, but they are untrustworthy. Two critical words. They're responders and they're often untrustworthy. So the judgment will will end up driving you to depend upon bad thinking, which is going to drive bad actions, which is going to drive bad feelings. So the way that the judgment is going to focus a woman is going to focus her attention on wanting to have her relational needs met by her children and her husband, but it's going to create in her an independence, wanting to control those relationships as opposed to back in her design, which is to submit and be helpful in those relationships. That's the battle that's going to start showing up. Okay. Well, wait a minute. God wants us to operate in our design, but he's the one that put these judgments on us. Yes, he did. And why? Because of sin. All he's doing is being a just God. He said, don't eat of the tree. They ate of the tree. Oh, man, there's bad consequences associated with that. Now... You were designed to be able to relate perfectly with each other. You were designed to work. And when we have these designs, they're they're working beautifully. Oh, sad thing for you to know now. There's going to be a judgment, and that design is not going to work like it used to. It's still there, but you're going to have this judgment put on you to try to get your needs met improperly. The judgment causes us to need God and the person of the Holy Spirit to operate in our design? I think that is one of the critical reasons why the Lord does not make us robots. The reason why he does this, he left our sin nature and the judgments drive this flashing me, our sin nature, because the judgments 
create this mindset to be independent. I can solve this on my own. God left our sin nature to show when we go off on our own, we really mess things up. We really need to depend upon him. If we want things to work well, it's going to require us to be dependent upon him. So, yes, I totally agree with that. So is my thinking correct? Let me walk through this. We have these judgments. We have the freedom to either operate in our sin nature or to yield to what God's asking because ultimately he's glorified by our choice. Yes. He's glorified by our choice even back in the original sin. Just think about that. (laughs) If they had not made the choice to eat of the tree, he's maximally glorified because they're doing what he wants them to do. He is also glorified when sin occurs because he provides the answer. So he did provide the judgment. That's just a natural consequence of sin. But he's provided this answer that we see in Ephesians 5 and and, uh, Philippians and uh, Colossians about relationships and how relationships are supposed to work. And when we do it that way, it overrides the judgments. It makes the judgments (laughs) not work. The judgments help keep us honest. They really do. The judgments show us how bad we really are apart from God. God always does it in a perfect way. He, in, in fact, that's what's so mind-boggling to me when I first started studying the judgments and the designs. Amazing how amazing God is to issue the perfect judgment on both men and women. Hits us at our core. It's not some, something that's extraneous. It hits at us at our core, the very way we're designed. Okay, so I'm having an aha moment here. Maybe my wife is really not trying to be bad. She's operating in her judgment. That's right. I mean, what does that look like? Well, that, what that looks like is just what I was saying. Too often when fear shows up in a woman, it's because she's not feeling safe or protected. Feelings may not be real, of course, right? But the judgment is going to play itself out with that fear, trying to cause her to control the husband, control the kids to make her feel okay, because she's designed to be relational. That's how that's going to typically show up. How might that look for a man? So on the opposite side, for a man, he is going to end up not feeling significant or respected. Well, she's just not respecting me. She is uh, she's saying things about me that just don't really make me feel good and significant respected. So he is going to end up wanting to be what? Away from her. Why? Because she's not showing respect. He then may end up going to work where he may have some significance because that is where he gets some people to respect him, maybe, or at least he's showing some output that he can control right? So the judgment for him is going to make him try to go to some place that he, he will be feeling significant and respected. So, so notice how these judgments just oh, no, get no, us I, really, I, really I, messed up. I was going to ask you, you know, when people come into your office for counseling, within the first couple of minutes, clearly you hear safety out of a woman's voice. You hear respect out of a man's voice. So then you say, aha, this is the judgments at play? I don't tend to do it that way as much anymore, but it's still part of my own mindset, yes. And then what would be triggers that say, wait a minute, it's not judgment, maybe it's a design issue? 
design is always on the positive side. (laughs) (laughs) Too often what's happening with design is it's just being skewed and it's it's being misinterpreted, uh, meaning the judgment makes you trust in your design needing to be fulfilled. No, the idea is my design is here to glorify God, not to glorify me, not to get me to feel good. It's about whether my design is being used properly the way God wants it to be used, not to make me feel good. So that's a big difference. And I probably don't have time to ask this, so I'll come back to it after the break. But what about development? Does that play into that? It will. Let's do talk about that right after the break. And I want to talk about how the judgments cripple marriage. Judgments crippling marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's scary because yeah. normally I'm knocking on your door if that's the case. All right. The website, greatrelationships.com, gr numeral eight relationships.com. And you know what? You can send us an email. Go ahead and drop a line at info at greatrelationships.com and we'll be glad to answer what you're thinking. You can find the videos, you can find previous radio shows, but we'd love to hear from you. We'll be back right after this. Great quotes from God's Word for great relationships. Be kindly, affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another. Romans 12.10 Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Relationships can be great, and not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment. Each of Great Relationships' 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you can squeeze into a coffee break. So if you've had time to listen to this promotion, you have the time to sign up and start today. Visit our website at greatrelationships.com. That's G-R numeral eight relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. We're back, greatrelationships.com, website, grnumeratrelationships.com. After being so cheery, now comes the hard part. <laughs> now we're going to talk about the pain again, aren't yes, we? Yes, <laughs> we have been talking about the battle, and I've heard you say that the battle comes down to one decision. How's that? Well, the fundamental decision in life it impacts everything, and it impacts this also. It impacts whether you're going to trust that God has given you the right instructions to live in your design or whether you're not going to trust God and you're just going to operate in life, which means you're going to operate in the judgments. Let me make certain that people understand this battle that's going on. Yes, please. A woman has a design to be relational. Okay. She was designed by God to be this helping, nurturing, and supporting creature. Okay. The judgments come into play. God says, I know I designed you to be relational, and here's what I'm going to do because you sinned. I'm going to make it very difficult 
for that relational design to be fulfilling. So all of your relationships, especially the relationship to your children and with your husband, are going to be painful and unfulfilling. Okay, that's the battle. The battle is solved by the fundamental decision. But let's talk about man. He's designed to work. He is designed to till the ground, to tend and keep the garden, as we see in Genesis 2. The judgment on him is basically that before, when he worked, things worked out. You know, he didn't have to pull the weeds. The weeds didn't grow. You know, things, the ground just produced for him. Now, what happens is he can go work, and the judgment makes work painful and unfulfilling. So we have the battle going on between the design and the judgments. How do we solve this? So work is not a curse. Work was initiated before sin entered the world. We as men were designed to keep and tend to work. That's right. We were designed to work. And now with the judgment, it just makes work painful and unfulfilling. So Let's go back to the principle we mentioned, where you look, you tend to go. If I am going to look at my design, that I'm designed to work, I need to be looking at my design, how can I glorify God in my work? If I'm looking at that, that's going to drive a completely different set of actions versus if I look at my work and I want my work to fulfill me, that's going to drive all sorts of actions that are going to make my me flash, and I'm going to be living in my judgment. The same type of thing will be occurring for a woman. If a woman understands her design, she's going to pay attention to what God asks her to do. It's going to drive all sorts of actions that are going to glorify God. If, though, she wants to make all these relationships work her way, it's going to cause her me to flash. It's going to cause the judgments to rule her life. Therefore, we come back to one central decision again. Am I going to trust God or am I going to trust something other than God? That's the fundamental decision of life. That's what's going to happen with us. Why these judgments are so important for us to understand. The judgments fuel your sin nature. The way that we get away from fueling our sin nature is trust God that he has a way for us to operate as men and women and we can do it by glorifying him rather than glorifying ourselves. Before the break, you had made a statement. You said judgments cripple marriages. Well, I want to give a little bit more on that one. That's a very important one. Notice if you drew three circles, the far left circle would represent woman. The middle circle would represent man. The right-hand circle would represent work. Here's what happens with the judgments. A woman tries to control man, so you could draw an arrow from the left-hand circle to the middle circle. A woman is trying to control man, and man is trying to control work. It just sets up a relationship to fail, because the woman is trying to control the man, and the man is trying to control work. They're not focused on meeting the needs of each other. Can I get you to commit we talk about this next time? Sure we can. So we'll just look at that. Our next program, we're going to look at how the judgments cripple marriages and relationships relationships and the flashing me. Very little time left. What one thing do you want me to focus on? I want you to focus on the fact that anytime your me is flashing, 
more than likely you're operating in the judgment. <laughs> more than likely you're operating in either Genesis 3.16 if you're a woman, or if you're a man, you're operating in Genesis 3.17. Judgments fuel your flashing me. That's the one thing I want you to remember. It is very important to recognize these judgments are real. And they aren't just something that is just part of the creation story. They're impacting every man and woman on the face of this earth. Okay, you sold me. They're real. But it's hard for me to acknowledge that they're real and they're relevant without wondering, where's hope? Hope is always in doing what God asks you to do. There's the hope. What God instituted here is autopilot for the sin nature. When you trust in Jesus Christ, he has given you all the resources you need to do life differently. There's the hope. Start trusting in what God is saying to you instead of trusting yourself. Go to that fundamental decision in life. I'm going to trust God. I'm not going to be trusting something other than God anymore. Fantastic. Thank you. So there you have it. Great Relationships is the website, grnumeral8relationships.com. The material we've been talking about is in the video series at the website, Chapter 4. Herman, help me be sure I get this right. The first section is on her judgment. second one is his judgment. And then the third is about this very thing we're discussing. The battle. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So there you have it. And really, no fooling. Take the stress out of your relationships by making them great. Great Relationships.com. GR Numerate Relationships.com. How is your day going, Barbara? I can't even begin to tell you how terrific my life is right now. What a coincidence. My life is just overflowing with blessings, too. Why, just yesterday, I found a $100 bill on the ground. That's great. I saved a cat that was stuck in a tree, and the owner was so thankful that she gave me a gift card to my favorite restaurant, Luigi's. Wow. I was in Luigi's just the other day and saved a man that was choking with the Heimlich Maneuver. He was so overjoyed that he gave me tickets to that new play that's been sold out for weeks. That's amazing. I've been wanting to see that play myself. Really? I asked my husband and he didn't want to go. Will you go with me? That would be great. Days like this are too good to be true, but great relationships are possible. Join Herman as he offers you the opportunity to pursue the best for others, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.